Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome again to yet another motivational moment in the morning. Today is Thursday, December 24, 2015. Thank you all so much for joining us on today. Uh, we know it's a holiday and everything, and those of you still got made it to the line. Thank you so much for, for joining us. We're here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to start your day off on time and on top. We look forward to this part of the day every single day. Thank you all so much for joining, for sharing, uh, for spreading the word like you do. Um, while you listen during the call, have your social media pages pulled up. We ask that you post your notes and takeaways from the call on social media and tag us in. It's a week in flood. Everybody's timeline with positivity and inspiration, things that are going to help them grow, stretch, and become better people. And so we ask that you do that. Um, also, make sure that you continue to invite your family and friends to the line as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us every day, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, right here for Motivational Moment in the morning. Also, January 16, 2016, ladies, we're having our Straight Talk, Women Talk Intensive. It is going to be an extreme degree of impartation and transformation. We're going to have 333 women, uh, the most powerful women in business, life, and ministry, all under one roof. Uh, for one reason, that is to teach, to speak, to learn the truth, the truth about defining your purpose, the truth about overcoming all of the things that have been holding you back your entire life, the truth about healing, uh, the truth about being passionate, the truth about doing what it is that you've been called to do. We're going to cover so, so much. If you've been connected to the Straight Talk Woman Child platform for any amount of time, you know what that's about. If you haven't, get connected today. Ladies, join the community today. Men, make sure the women in your lives know about it. You can go to straighttalkwomantalk.com for details. Also, we have a Facebook group called Straight Talk Woman Talk. You can join that as well and connect with all the other powerful and amazing women. We have so many video testimonials out there. Make sure you go online to the website, straighttalkwomantalk.com. Watch the video testimonials uh, and connect with the ladies read the stories. They're absolutely powerful. And then secure your seat for January 16th. But do not come by yourself. Bring your sisters with you, those you love and you care about. Uh, bring at least five women with you. Come together as well. We still have the room block available, so all details and everything for that is on the website as well as vendor opportunities too. So January 16th, 2016, we'll see you right here in Houston, Texas for the Straight Talk Women Talk Intensive. All right, folks. Hopefully you have your social media pages pulled up so you can post your notes and tag us in it. Have your pen and paper handy so you can keep your notes to yourself as well. If you're driving, put on your Bluetooth. If you're at home with family and friends right now, put on speaker so everybody can hear. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll. Honey, why don't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs, our Vision Impact Partners. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, students of excellence, world changers, vision carriers. Good morning, VIPs, vision impact partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Do you want it badly enough 
when you're willing to fight for it, work day and night for it? Do you want it badly enough where you don't take any days off until you get it? As a matter of fact, this is the part where most people miss in their journey to success, in their journey to accomplishing their goals and their dreams. They want to do it when they feel like it. They want to do it when it's convenient. They want to do it when it's not a holiday. They want to do it when it's just, you know, everything is smooth sailing. And I've got to be candid with you. Nothing happens until you decide. That word decide, it rhymes with homicide and suicide because when you make a decision, something dies. Your excuses are one of the things to die. You know why? Because an excuse, I want you to write it down, is nothing but a well-planned lie. One author said an excuse, or excuses are nothing but the nails used when building a house of failure. So something has to die. What excuse have you been conjuring up or have you been making up that you must get rid of? I'm too short. I'm too big. I'm not the right color. I don't have the education. I'm I'm from the wrong sides of the track. Or I don't have the experience. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Which one of those excuses has robbed you of your goals and and your dreams? Another thing you have to understand when you make the decision is that you're going to have to move from decision to commitment. It was the author John C. Maxwell who said that making a decision is easy. Anybody can do it. It's managing the decision that becomes hard. See, managing your decision day in and day out. You know, anybody can have a wedding, but managing the decision to stay married Anybody can get started, but managing the decision to see it to the finish is where your character is going to be challenged. And I've got to warn you, when we ask the question, how bad do you want it? A lot of people say, oh, I want it bad. Yes, it's okay to say it. You know, speak those things that be not as though they were. What a man or woman wants shows up in their conversation, but what they expect shows up in their behavior. So you can't talk yourself out of a situation you have behaved yourself into. Did you hear what I just said to you? You cannot talk yourself out of a situation you have behaved yourself into. You must behave your way out of that situation. And is it going to be tough? Absolutely. Is it going to be difficult? Of course it is. If it was easy, everybody would have it, everybody would be it, and everybody most certainly would do it. It's not going to be easy. As a matter of fact, Les Brown said it this way. He said, in life, if you do what's easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what's hard, your life will be easy. It's hard making the phone calls to prospect for new uh, potential partners. It's hard making the phone call to prospect for new uh, clients. It's hard making the phone call to get out of that bed when you don't feel like it to go to the gym. It's hard having to humble yourself and make sure that you swallow your pride for the sake of the relationship. It's hard having to sit there and be accused and, and ridiculed in the in the face of people that you know have no character, but they're questioning, questioning yours. It's hard having to see it all the way through, and I've got to warn you that it is going to hurt. 
there will, there will be pain involved. Why, Jared? Because pain will teach you lessons that your pride wouldn't allow you to learn. Yes, write that down, please. Pain will teach you lessons that your pride would not allow you to learn. Why is that? Because pride is a private escort to your defeat. Whenever you see someone being defeated, whenever you see an organization, a company, a team, an individual being defeated, whenever you see someone falling, just understand that pride may have entered the room first because pride always comes before fall. How bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough that even if you fall, even if you make a mistake, you turn back around and say, I apologize, I got it wrong. You see what's going on with Steve Harvey. I know you've been laughing and joking and having, you know, colloquialisms that you have created and, and posted that you've made, and you've laughed a time or two. But one thing you can't say is he didn't want it badly. You know, to be able to, to, be able to swallow your pride in this spite of the mistake, because it is only through the mistake that your ministry can be exuded. It is only after the setback that the setup can come for the comeback. It is only after things have happened to you that you realize that they've really happened for you. It's only after you've had to sit tight for a while that you've had to learn and grow and develop and be crammed and fit into dispositions that do not allow you to flow so they don't allow you to grow that you begin to come to this epiphany, this realization that it's okay to slip. It's okay to fall. It's okay not to get it right every time. It's okay to be set back. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay that things didn't work out as planned, but how bad do you want it? Yes, all true vision must be tested for authenticity. Are you authentic is going to be the test. See, everybody can talk a good game. Everybody can tell you what they're getting ready to do, what they finna do, what's going to happen. Yeah, everybody can, can come up with incredible posts. But at one point or another, you've got to practice what you post. At some point or another, what you say is going to be tested. Your faith must be tested. Everybody wants to write a book, but who wants to live the story? Yes, you've got to be qualified and doably certified to give people the testimony. There can be no testimony without the test. You're going through a testing period. Here's what I can tell you about life. You're either in a test, you just passed the test, or you're getting ready to take a test. Yes, you're either taking the test, you pass the test, or you're getting ready to take the test. Why? You must be tested. All true vision must be tested for authenticity. How bad do you want it? It's a test for us to, to follow through with these calls every single morning when we don't feel like it, when we're tired, when we've had long nights, where we've, where we've had to go through the battles of life, where we've had to deal with people. We've had to deal with idiosyncrasies. We've had to deal with not feeling like doing it. But it's a part of our ministry. It's a part of our business. It's a part of our life's work. It's a part of our seed. See, the seed that leaves your hand, it never leaves your life. It goes into your future where it's multiplied. But the question is, 
Are you willing to sow even when you don't feel like it? Are you willing to go even when your body's tired? Are you willing to push yourself to the limit and say it's hard work and dedication all the way to the end? I'm going to do it or I'm going to die. How bad do you want it? Yeah. Past having the nice car, past having the nice clothes, past having the nice homes, past having all the things and stuff. See, if, if you're moved, if you're, if you're attempting to accomplish any great feat or any great task and material possessions are the dangling carrot or if material possessions are the foundation for your reasoning for moving, then I can tell you, you're not going to get there. That's not going to cause you to go through it. How bad do you want it? There's got to be a compelling reason, something that causes you to get back up time and time and time again. In the words of Frank Sinatra, he says, massive success is the best form of revenge. When you get knocked down on the canvas, one author said you get knocked down seven, you get up eight. How bad do you want it when you've torn every single fiber in your being, when you've been set back and when you've been let down, when you've been led astray, when you've been ridiculed, when people have laughed at you and called your dream lil, not little, but lil, when they sought to marginalize you? How bad do you want it? Will you take the spit in the face? Will you take the brick across the head? Will you take the insults? How bad do you want it? I can tell you, January 16th, 2016, all you ladies attempting and and that will press your way to be at Straight Talk Woman Talk, you're going to be challenged, some of you, to be one of the 333. They're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be some things that are said to you or said even about you for why you're coming to straight talk, woman talk. Oh, why you need to go to that? You don't need that. You need to do that. See, that's a part of the process. But how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be in that environment? How bad do you want to be connected to leaders and women that are going somewhere? How bad do you want to be in that number? How bad do you want to march to your destiny? How bad do you want to get rid of the life that you said you no longer wanted? Straight Talk Woman Talk, January 16th, 2016. Will you be one of the 333? How bad? Do you want it? How bad you want it shows up in your behavior. It's going to show up in what you do, not what you say, not just what you read, but what you actually do. Life isn't subliminal. It's direct and it's real. So if you want something, you got to act like you want what it is that you want. Do the work that's required. Listen, nobody is going to read your mind. Nobody's going to read your mind and say, oh, yeah, she's thinking this. Oh, yeah, he's thinking that. So now that I can read their mind, let me go ahead and do it for them. No, nobody's going to read your mind. People don't have time for that. Folks, life is throwing enough at them. They got to worry about family and bills and, and emotions and just everything else and people and all of that. Nobody's sitting at home thinking about ways to read your mind. 
So if you really want something bad enough, you're going to do what's required to get it. You're going to set the proper environment to attract what it is that you say that you want. If you say you want happiness, then you're going to create happiness in your home. You're going to smile. You're going to laugh. You're going to talk about things that make you happy. If you say you want to be successful, then guess what? You're going to create an environment of success. You're going to have things posted around you. You're going to listen to the things and read the things and and write about the things that successful people do. That's what's going to happen. Those are the behaviors and and the characteristics of an individual who wants it bad enough. If you want to learn how to cook, you're not going to just sit and watch sports all day. No, you're going to watch cooking shows. Why? Because that's what you want to learn how to do. Okay? And then at some point you're going to have to grow up from just talking about it to, to eventually watching it and from watching it to going to get the ingredients and everything you need so that you can execute it, that you can do it. Instead of just sitting on the couch hoping that your, your mom, your dad, your husband, or your wife read your mind that you're hungry. No, if you are, if that's what you want, if that's something that you, you just really want in life and you got to have it and you need it, then you're going to do what you need to do as a man and as a woman to create that for yourself. If it involves other people and that's something you want, lead it. Stop waiting for somebody else to do it for you. How bad do you want it? Not them, but you want it. If you want it bad enough, you're going to do what's required to go and get it. It's really that simple. The scripture tells us, in all labor there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. If all you're doing is talking, complaining, fussing, nagging, and all that stuff, you're going to lead to poverty. It's going to be empty. It's going to be negative, whatever it is that you are talking about. You can't talk only and expect to gain something. No, you got to put in labor. You got to put in work. You got to do something in the physical way to get what it is that you said that you wanted. It's, it's, it's inevitable. You cannot just sit on it. If you want it bad enough, you're going to do what's required to get it, period. That's in any area of your life. In any area of your life, the principles are transferable. Principles don't just apply to when you're pursuing a business goal or an idea. Or something like they apply to every area. So the same principles that apply to how you manage your professional life apply to your personal life as well. Well, if your personal life is jacked up, it's not as strong as your professional, then guess what? Go ahead and do what's required to strengthen the principles in your personal life. You don't want to be a public success and a private failure. No. Go ahead and do what's required to see, okay, what, what is transferable here? What are these truths that are transferable in this area of my life that I can apply to that area of my life? And when you do that, then you begin to see things shift. You begin to, to see things change, but you have to be diligent. The scripture tells us the hand of the diligent person is going to rule the world. The diligent people rule. The negligent and lazy people are the ones who have to go into forced labor. Why? Because, because they're not doing what's required. When you're doing what's required and, and, you're, and you're taking that lead and you're doing the work because you want it bad enough, you rule. You win because so many other people are doing the opposite. They're sitting at home complaining, expecting somebody else to come and just give it to them. You know, you have the, you have the welfare system in America Okay, now there's people who use that to really get by because they need it. 
And so, you know, yes, they have their hair done, they have their nails done and all that, but they're doing it themselves. These women have learned how to do these things themselves so that they can look presentable. So they look like they're spending their their welfare checks or whatever on themselves to to buy things and all that. But what you don't know is that they're at home sewing clothes together. They're they're doing their nails themselves. They've watched enough videos to learn how to do it. They're self-taught. But then you have the people who are the extreme opposite. They're manipulating the system just because they're lazy and don't want to do any work. They're sitting at home complaining every day about what the government, their friends, and their family is not doing to help them. They see me over here struggling. They see my kids over here struggling. They see my lights about to get cut off. First of all, how we see your lights about to get cut off if they own, okay? Uh, they, they see all this stuff. They see me. They see me sad and depressed. They know what's going on over here. I don't need to call them. They just know. Listen, people are not sitting at home concerned about what they can do to help you. That is not happening. If you want help, raise up your hand and say, "Hey, I need help." Why? I want. I want it bad enough to be humble enough to say, "This is where I truthfully am. This is where I really am. Can you help me?" And just the mere question being asked. Is going to open up a door. But you got to do something. Faith without works is dead. You got to put some work in. You got to give God something to work with. Sitting at home complaining, he's not going to just drop a million dollars in your lap off the sky without you sowing some kind of seed first. You have to do something. It's reaping and sowing is a principle. It's a law. It doesn't matter who you are. You cannot get around it. Reaping and sowing, good or bad. If you sow good, you're going to reap good. If you sow bad, you're going to read bad. That's just the truth of the matter. The scripture tells us, uh, don't, do not be fooled. God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he should also reap. So if what you've been reaping is lack, if what you've been reaping is insecurity, if what you've been reaping is procrastination, if what you've been reaping is fear, if what you've been reaping is all these things that are hindrances to your goals and your process, then that's what you've been sowing. And some of it is you don't even realize is what you're doing. No, if you want a harvest of happiness, then sow it. If you want a, har- a harvest of excitement and, and stability and peace and, and all those kind of things, you got to sow that, period. If you want a harvest of love, you need to sow love. Stop waiting for people to come out and do it for you. You got to go do the work that is required so that you can receive what it is that you want. Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. Work, labor are words that are common throughout the word of God. That means you got to get up and do something. You can't be lazy and still talking about your God's child. You God's lazy child. Represent his, represent your birthright the, the right way. Child of the king, you are the daughter and the son of the king, not a king, the king of all kings. Act like it. It's your birthright to prosper. So if you're not prospering, what have you done to contribute to your lack of prosperity? You have to take ownership of where you are, take ownership of what you don't have. Don't wait for me, my husband or anybody else in your life that speaks in your life to do it for you because we're not. That's how you build followers. We're not interested in followers. We, we connect with leaders, people who make things happen, period. You have the full 
capability of making things happen for yourself. You are responsible. Wherever you are in life, there you are. You take you with you every single place that you go. You are responsible for what happens to you, and you are responsible for how you respond to the things that happen to you as well. You're born looking like your parents, but when you die, you look just like your choices. You came in this world looking like your mom and your dad. When you leave, when they put you six feet under, you're going to look like every single choice you've made. Make sure you look beautiful. How bad do you want it? Ladies, I'll see you January 16th right here in Houston, Texas for the Straight Talk Woman Talk Intensive. I want to know how bad do you want it. Are you going to be one of the 333? I, I believe you will because if it's important enough to you, you do what's required to make it happen. People, people don't go and, and buy and, and, and invest time in things that they need. No. They go get what they want. So if you want it bad enough, do what's required to make it happen, and I'll see you all there. Honey? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? We'll see. A year from now, we'll see who was really working. Would you post that? A year from now, we will see who was really working. We're going to see who was really practicing. See, the, 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 more you pract- the more you sweat during practice, the less you bleed during battle. The more you sweat during practice, the less you will bleed during battle. We're going to see a year from now who was really working, who was really grinding, who was really taking no days off, who was really committed, who was really focused, who was really sowing in tears, who was really staying through it all. Will we raise your hand as a champion or will you walk off as still a contender? How bad do you want it? God bless you. God bless your families, and God bless your dreams.